Hey, y'all. Welcome back to The Ring Dish, where you get to hang with your wedding besties. I'm Mary, and we're also on with Angela. This is the podcast where we dish on all things wedding, and we're so excited to get into today's topic. But first, y'all know the drill. We are wedding planners in the Dallas-Fort Worth area of Texas. We plan weddings here in Dallas, across the country, and hopefully one day across the world. Uh, But we can help you no matter where you're at uh, by a little thing called the internet. We've got a link in our show notes where you can book a free consultation to figure out how we can best benefit you for your wedding. We do have a brand new service that we are so excited to launch, and it is basically like a wedding planning 101 course. We teach you how to be your own wedding planner, but we are with you every step of the way through your wedding planning process. And we are there to guide you at every turn. If you think this is a good fit for you, click on that link in our show notes. Let's dive into today's topic, Angela. Okay. What are we talking about? (gasps) Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. So this one, first of all, y'all happy Friday. What a week it has been y'all today. We are going to talk about how to pick your bridal party. We're going to keep this one short and sweet even though this can get a little bit complicated. Let's talk about the basics though. I think one of the best things ever in my entire life when it came to being a bridesmaid, I have been a bridesmaid. I don't even know how many times. Could not tell you, haven't counted. I will later, but not now. The point being, one of the best bridesmaid proposals I ever got had nothing to do with gifts or glitter or fancy little boxes or champagne. One of my best friends asked me if I would be her bridesmaid because she wanted me standing up there with her on her wedding day, but also because she said that she wanted me beside her throughout her marriage. That was one of the most beautiful things anybody's ever said to me. And it stuck with me because sometimes we forget that there is a marriage way beyond this wedding that lasts till death do us part. These are people that will stand up beside you on your wedding day, but also they are the people that you want supporting you throughout your marriage. I am going to say two quick things that I believe with my whole heart at this point in my life. One, If somebody does not support your relationship and you do not believe that their reasons for not supporting your relationship are legitimate, do not invite them to your wedding. Do not include them in your bridal party. The second thing that I truly believe about picking your bridal party is pick people who you know will be the people that you can rely on for good advice and direction and to keep you accountable to be the absolute best spouse you can be for your fiance. Oh, I feel so strongly about this. Like this is not just people that you take pictures in robes on a bed with. It's like people that are your tribe, you know, and I, oh, it's so choogy to say tribe and I hate that word. It's overused and bleh, but like these are your people. And if you don't love the snot out of somebody and if you don't trust somebody don't include them in your bridal party. Okay. I'm going to get off my soapbox. Um, let's move on. Yeah. Okay. So let's kind of break it down to what does your bridal party do? They are not necessarily going to be needed to participate too much in planning your wedding, but there will be moments when, uh, you need to know that you can count on them. Of course, they're going to be the ones to assist in planning the bridal shower and the bachelorette parties and all of that fun stuff. But also 
if like they never call you or call you back or they show up late, if you have plans, they might not be the best person for for the job. You need people in your bridal party who are not only supportive of your marriage, but also reliable. So you want to lean towards friends who you know will answer your call, answer your text, show up when you need them, especially because, you know, we have tight timelines the day of the wedding and we don't want to stress you out if you have a bridal party member who is late all about themselves and everything else. A few other things to consider or to keep in mind when choosing your bridal party is the financial responsibility that each bridal party member will have. Now, if you know a close friend of yours is going through financial hardships at this moment, you might ask them out to coffee and see if they are in the right place to be part of your bridal party. Now, we do have other options for them later on in this episode if at this time they feel they cannot, I guess, uphold the position of bridesmaid or groomsman. So we'll get into that a little later. And on some websites, they will tell you to always include your siblings in your bridal party. And I don't agree with that. If you are not particularly close with your siblings, I don't think that you should have to include them in your bridal party. Also, the flip side, if you are close, then absolutely include them. You can have a bridesman, a man of honor. A groom's gal. Oh, yeah. I was going to say a groom's babe. Cute. (laughs) Or a groom's maid, I guess. That's how it would be. I like that. (laughs) Thanks. Just came up with it on the fly. (laughs) The other thing that we see a lot uh, with our couples, but also, you know, as wedding planners, we are in a lot of bride Facebook groups and we see forums on Reddit and Instagram and all these different things. A lot of times people talk about the benefits of a large versus small bridal party, or one of my personal favorites to talk about is what to do if you have a mismatched bridal party. So I'm just going to say right off the bat, you and your fiance do not have to have the same number of people on either side. Okay. Don't add somebody or take somebody away just to match the other side of the aisle. All right. That's probably the biggest thing I want to say about like mismatched sides or large versus small bridal parties. Don't include or exclude somebody just for the numbers. Hear me say it again. It does not matter if you have mismatched sides, okay? Promise. At this point, I've probably seen a hundred weddings where there were mismatched sides and it always comes out just fine. So please don't stress about that one. Here's an idea if it kind of drives your OCD crazy to have different numbers on each side of your pictures at the altar. Your bridal party does not have to stand up with you at the altar. In fact, you might consider having your bridal party sit for the ceremony for a couple of reasons, like if the ceremony is particularly long, or if you really want that photo of just you and your future husband or wife standing at the altar together. Yes. Honestly, y'all, I wish I knew about the bridal party sitting down during the ceremony. It's honestly such a great idea because... Even if you're up there for just 20 minutes, everybody is not super aware of their facial expressions. (laughs) And that could 
possibly ruin some of your photos, especially depending on the angles your photographers uh, are taking the photos at. Uh, but I just love, I love this idea. It doesn't matter how many bridal party people you have. It's, it's my favorite, absolute favorite. Not only that, but how many times have we had situations where it's like, there's this beautiful floral arrangement on the stage or at the altar or whatever the setup may be at the front of the ceremony. And we're talking about how to make sure that bridesmaids and groomsmen are not covering the flowers or that the flowers are not covering them. This means you don't have to worry about that at all. Absolutely. So here is a cool way to think about large versus small bridal parties. Large bridal parties can save hurt feelings and small bridal parties can save hurt feelings. Mary is actually the person who said that to me. And I just had to say it back to y'all that exact same way. Because if you think about it, if you include a few extra people so as not to hurt feelings and have a larger bridal party, totally worth it. But also a way to save hurt feelings is to have a small bridal party. Maybe it's just your maid of honor and just your best man, because you have a whole bunch of friends that you'd love to include. You can't include all of them. So you just do one on each side, or you just do siblings, or you keep your bridal party so small that everybody else kind of understands why they weren't included. Does that make sense? Yep. But there is this super fun tradition in the South, Texas in particular, called a house party. According to Martha Stewart magazine, this is a Southern tradition for brides who have, or I mean, brides or grooms who have a ton of friends. So your house party is not bridesmaids or groomsmen. They don't stand up with you at the altar, but they actually will hold certain responsibilities leading up to the wedding and on the wedding day. One of our favorite things we saw with a house party at a wedding we did here in Texas is the house party was included in all of the pre-wedding festivities, like the bridal showers and bachelorette parties. And they even got ready with the bride. Then they were in charge of things like greeting guests and hyping up the dance floor. And each of them got their very own floral ring with a real flower on it. And that designated them as house party. Mary, did they walk down the aisle or no? They did walk down the aisle. So we saved, I believe, the third row for them. There was about seven young ladies who walked down the aisle and they had matching dresses with the bridal party. Um, but they were the house party. And I just, I just love that so much because you get to include more people in your special day. Yep. And that, I guess we haven't talked about this on the podcast as much as we should, but we actually incorporate Enneagram numbers and love languages into planning with each of our clients. And so for certain personalities, house party would be like a must. And so if for your personality, the idea of having a house party of like 18 people completely stresses you out, please feel free to skip over this part of the episode. But for some of y'all with that personality, that is, gosh, if you know the Enneagram, then some of y'all with that like seven or eight or three personality, or even four that want to have a million people standing up next to you, actually twos also, all of those people <laughs> that want to have a million people involved in your wedding day. If that is you consider a house party because y'all, it is such a fantastic way 
to make these people who are special to you feel special without completely overwhelming yourself with 18 bridesmaids, like 27. I picture 27 dresses when she literally has like 27. 27. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. Have a house party, include them in all the pre-wedding festivities. Shoot, get ready with them, have brunch with them. Always brunch, always champagne in our book. And then you can just have them sit during the ceremony and they will feel completely included in all of the festivities. I love, love, love that. Great tradition. Y'all, that's it for this week. Again, happy Friday. Good luck picking your bridal party. We'd love to hear how it goes. Send us a message at events at gmail.com or on Instagram. You can send us a DM at events. And don't forget to follow us over there because it's pretty fun. And we have, we have a lot of fun with our Instagram page. So we'll see you there. Have an excellent weekend. We love you much and happy planning.